Hello everybody and welcome back to Weed Wild and Woke. Uh, as always, this is Nina. Um, I hope you had a great week. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are taking care of yourself. I'll start with a brief little check-in before I dive into a little bit of what this week is about and some change of plans. Um, but we always like to start off the episode, of course, with a little reflection highlights of my week. Um, I haven't really gotten much feedback from anybody because I haven't quite posted these episodes yet. I pre-recorded them uh, so I could stay a little bit of ahead of the game as I continue to release episodes in the future. So, uh, yeah, so nobody has heard these first four episodes yet, which means I haven't really gotten any feedback on them. Um, I've just been, you know, working hard, still trying to move out of my parents' home, which means taking on two jobs. Um, and that's really all I've been doing, trying to maintain a good relationship with my partner, uh, trying to set healthy boundaries with my family life, uh, taking care of Sage as always, making sure that, uh, that he's good, uh, just being a, being a dog mom. <laughs> Other than that, you know, nothing too crazy has happened. I, I still don't really leave my house. There's just so much going on. Uh, so I don't have too many updates. Uh, I think last week I did share that I was taking the CBEST test, which is uh, the, cal the exam for to become a substitute in the state of California. Uh, I, I don't know what the acronym stands for at this moment. I complete a uh, California basic uh, skills test, I think, basic educational skills test, something like that. But I took that exam uh, to become a substitute teacher, and I did pass the two portions that I did take. Unfortunately, uh, there was an issue with my mathematics portion where I wasn't able to take it, so I need to retake it. But as soon as that's done, I can go and be a substitute teacher um, and, and work with children again, which I'm super excited about. You know, I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not that excited about it. I'm excited to have a better career again. Um, working with children was never really my forte. Uh, I'm really good at it, and I, you know, get a lot of compliments uh, when I when I do work with children and those when I have been in those professions in the past, but... It's honestly just not where my passion lies, but it's a lot better than what I'm doing at the moment, which is just retail sales. Um, so that's good. You know, we're on the right track. So hopefully uh, for 2022, there will be a new career, a little bit more money coming in, a little bit more stability in my life, which I'm really looking forward to. It's been a while since I've kind of had that. Um, so that's some good news that I just wanted to share. Other than that, you know, I've had some lows. There's been some days where I was just unmotivated or I had relationship struggles just like everyone else. You know, there's been highs and lows, but uh, we've just been navigating them as best as we can. Uh, nothing too crazy to report, just the normal highs and lows of being a human. But there has been some changes in my life that I really wanted to touch on this week. I know that last week I said that this week's episode would be about, um, you know, toxic masculinity, feminism. Um, you know, some people wanted to talk about how, how that influences social media and our culture and all of that. And I really do want to touch upon that at some point. That could potentially be the next episode. But sometime during this last week, it kind of just, I think that sense of uh, not having motivation 
um, and feeling really down on myself led to burnout for me. And then this week I was thinking about it and I was like, we should talk about burnout because it's fresh in my mind. And it's something that um, I've been dealing with and I've talked to a few members in my Twitch community who have been dealing with the same thing. Uh, And I think it's important that we kind of talk about it. And I want to talk about it while it's fresh because all the emotions and, you know, all the feelings are still there. So I'm kind of changing directions for this week's episode, doing a last minute change. Uh, And I wanted to talk specifically about burnout. So for me, I think it's going to be pretty difficult to kind of unwrap this topic because I don't think that I've ever experienced burnout in the way that I've experienced it recently. And so when I was doing a little bit of research, um, I, I kind of figured out what what burnout was, essentially, because, um, you know, as you know, I'm, I have high anxiety. Um, I get depressed sometimes, especially when my mood is pretty low and my anxiety is really high or, you know, I've, I've had a lot of trauma and PTSD in my past. So depression isn't something that is new to me. I don't suffer from it chronically or as severely as other people. So it's fairly easy for me to kind of work through it. And, you know, I've had a lot of therapy under my belt. I have a lot of coping mechanisms. And so at first I kind of just thought I was in this little depressed slump. Uh, But, you know, when as I was doing more research, I kind of figured out that I could probably file this under burnout. Uh, And I'll talk a little bit about the research and what I found and and how I kind of came to this conclusion that I was experiencing burnout uh, through everything that I was doing. And so right out the gate, I want to just remind everyone that, you know, I'm not a licensed therapist or clinical doctor. Um, This is just based off my experience and my little research that I do uh, beforehand. Um, These are all conclusions that I've come to based on me and my situation. Um, And they may not, you know, be the same as you or your situation or your feelings or what you're going through. It's just kind of talking about how I'm kind of navigating this uh, emotion, this time in my life, this kind of burnt out feeling between everything that I'm doing. Uh, So I guess I should give you a little bit of background. Uh, As you know, I stream on Twitch. Uh, I do this seven days a week whenever possible. I do take days off when I need to protect my mental health or just take a little break. Um, I'm very good about just kind of calling it off when I need to, but I do aim to stream seven days a week, which is a huge, huge responsibility. My other job that I work is in the mornings. I start at 8 a.m., so my days start very early and they end very late. And then in between that, you know, I I am still planning to go to doctorate school. I still work on research papers. I still meet with my mentor. I take tests to become a substitute teacher. I clean. I cook. I help my family around the house. You know, I have a very full life. I have a partner who I need to schedule in time for. And sometimes it's very difficult when I get off of work at 1 p.m. and I'm streaming at 6 p.m. That gives me like five hours um, to myself in the middle of my day to do whatever I need to do. And sometimes that's napping. Sometimes that's, you know, taking care of my health insurance or making phone calls or paying my registration for my car or whatever life throws at me, right? Five hours is not always a ton of time to get those things done. And so, and between that, 
I'm doing other things. I'm content planning. I'm podcasting. I'm doing research. I am, you know, looking for new emotes for Twitch. And these things all sound so trivial and so small and silly. But when you really sit down and you're trying to build a brand and you're trying to uh, create a presence for yourself online and build up your community, these little trivial things start to become very tedious and time consuming. And so little things like, you know, coding stream elements or streamlabs for OBS to stream on Twitch or working out, you know, art designs for the podcast cover and finding the right artist and sending them reference photos and paying them, obviously, and finding the right artist to do the work for you. I mean, all these things become tedious on top of, you know, I'm looking for an apartment. I'm constantly online trying to find homes to rent, which is really difficult in California right now. Um, And when you put all these things together and you kind of see how much of your day is going to all these different things, you realize very quickly how little time you have, which is kind of the problem that I've run into lately is just there's just not enough hours in the day. And I know I'm not the first person to say that. So, um, you know, this is probably the first time in my life where I'm severely overwhelmed with all of the responsibilities of adulthood and things that are expected of me. And, and I feel like a child sometimes. Honestly, sometimes I feel like I just got out of high school and I'm like, hello, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I have no plans. I have no goals. I don't know how to get from point A to point B. Um, No matter how much work I'm putting in, I feel like I'm making such little movement. And I think all of this stuff that I, I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg, you know, starts to compile and compact and compound. And, and eventually I, I end up burning out. And that's where I've kind of been the last few, I'd say maybe the last few weeks, to be honest, uh, is just really burnt out. So I started doing some research and, um, you know, we'll start with the simple psychology today definition of burnout, which they cite as being in a state of emotional, mental, and often physical exhaustion brought on by prolonged or repeated stress. Uh, It's most often caused by problems at work, but can appear in other areas of life, such as parenting, caretaking, or romantic relationships. Um, So for me, obviously, it has to do a little bit more with um, uh, my relationship with my family, um, work as well, and just just life struggles. Um, And in doing this research, I kind of... A lot of people were comparing burnout to depression. And so there's this kind of hazy line between the two where kind of, you know, burnout can cause depression, uh, depression can cause burnout, the symptoms look very similar. Uh, It's a little hard to separate the two. Um, But obviously, depression is, is a diagnosable chronic illness, whereas burnout can be temporary or a little bit easier to alleviate when given the right tools. Um, and I, and I really feel that what I was experiencing was burnout because these are things that I normally enjoy doing, but I'm just so physically, mentally, emotionally exhausted, uh, that, you know, I need to find better tools to cope with the situation than I think it would improve. Whereas depression, sometimes it's, it's not always that cut, cut and dry. And neither is burnout, but most of the time burnout can be alleviated uh, given the right tools. 
So the first step was kind of differentiating between those two. And as I'm doing research, you know, I'm like, I don't think I'm in a depressive state necessarily. I think I'm literally just burnt out. And I'm, I mean, for most people, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. I think that I knew somehow subconsciously that I was burnt out versus depressed. But, um, you know, like I said, those symptoms can look very similar. And I'll give you some examples, obviously. But essentially, I have just been working myself into the ground. And I'm I'm the type of person who puts a lot on my plate because I want to accomplish a lot. And I'm not saying that everyone should be this way or, you know, that this is the ideal way to be. It's just how I've always been. <clears throat> I don't know if I was raised that way or if that's just my personality, but um, I'm very perfectionistic. I'm very uh, goal-oriented. You know, I have a lot of goals that I'd like to achieve, like getting my doctorate is obviously something that's very difficult and it's going to take a very long time. And I've set a very high bar for myself. Uh, You know, I, I want to build up my Twitch community. I want to build up the podcast. I want to talk about mental health. I want to do clinical research. I want to contribute to society. And so I put a lot of pressure on myself to fulfill my purpose or to expand my purpose or to constantly evolve and be growing. And honestly, I don't think that that's going to change in my lifetime. I don't, I like that part of myself and I like that I am that way. And I like being that goal-driven because for me, for me and my life, um, it doesn't really make sense uh, to live a life doing things that I'm not proud of or 100% into. And so always having these bigger goals and purposes is, is really usually pretty motivating for me. And I feel really good when I accomplish these things. Um, but the problem with that is that I, I tend to put a lot on my plate. I tend to be very hard on myself and that's where my anxiety comes in. I'm very perfectionistic and a little bit neurotic. Um, if you've ever done, you know, the big five inventory test or the, you know, those personality tests, um, you can kind of get a sense of, of what your personality is. And mine are always pretty high in eroticism and pretty high in perfectionism and and very, very hard on myself. That's just, it's just built into my personality, um, which I'm used to. But like I said, this is probably the first time in life where I'm really juggling all four facets of that. Like I'm, I'm pushing my physical health, I'm pushing my mental health, I'm pushing my emotional health, my spiritual health to its absolute limits right now. And I think that kind of contributed to me experiencing burnout. And so um, it's not always as straightforward to see it when you're in it, that that's what you're experiencing. So I was like, what is wrong with me? I'm completely being unproductive. I'm not motivated to do the things that I was passionate about before and you know I'm not excited to wake up and go to work every day and for me that's a huge issue because I'm working so hard to do the things that literally bring me joy and they're not bringing me joy and so I knew that I was kind of facing a problem and uh, I think one of the first big signs for me which I was reading about is that I was um, experiencing disengagement and that's where I really wasn't engaged with what I was doing. I wasn't being present. Um, You know, I was just, I was forcing myself and dragging myself out of bed 
to complete these tasks or to go and stream or to record the podcast and I would push it off for days on end and my laundry piled up and you know personal hygiene became an issue and I'm going to be completely honest with you I have literally no shame in admitting that when I'm super depressed or burnt out I have a problem taking care of myself um, because it just it feels so low priority to me and I hope that someone can relate to this Like, I'm not a gross, dirty person, but when you experience depression or burnout, it is really hard for some people to manage hygiene. And for me, it's like, I I don't even have time to shower. And in my brain, I really will get into this headspace where I'm like, I don't have time to shower. Like, I don't have time to deal with this right now. I don't have time to do laundry. I don't have time to clean my room. And it kind of builds and then I go into this cycle of like getting anxiety because those things aren't done, but also judging myself for not having enough time to get those things done. And so I make excuses for not getting those things done. And it's just a really vicious cycle. And I think that's really characteristic of of what burnout and depression can kind of be. So I found myself being really disengaged in the things that I was doing. And for me, it was such a red flag because... Like I said, these are things that I love and that I really have a passion for and they're really a part of my dreams. So when I feel myself disengaging from that, it, it it takes a bigger toll on my mental health and it affects me a little bit more. And then with that, I experience a lot of depersonalization. So, um, you know, I say a lot, fake it until you make it. But I found myself saying that almost every day. So every day I'm faking it and faking it and faking it. And eventually I will make it. But I hate that I'm so separated from who sometimes people see on stream to who I actually am on the inside. And sometimes that depersonalization occurs and I'm very withdrawn from myself and you know I kind of forget who I am and I always tell people you know sometimes when I'm depersonalized I literally couldn't tell you my favorite color my favorite tv show because I'm I I don't feel like myself and that's a huge danger of burnout and I think that's why I think it's so important to talk about it because it's not healthy and it's not good for you to be that disengaged from your life and and waking up every day and kind of feeling like a stranger in your own life I don't think that's healthy and I don't think that's productive and I found myself there plenty of times and it's it's kind of scary um and then that kind of just bleeds into other things you know like my my partner would wonder why I was feeling unmotivated or would make comments and then that would make me feel worse because you know here I am doing my best and I'm being already being hard on myself and other people are noticing and then you kind of start to question what you're doing wrong or what you could be doing better um and so it's again this very dangerous cycle another important distinction that I want to make is um if you do research on burnout A majority of the research is going to reflect burnout um, in nurses, in, uh, you know, healthcare settings, in therapy settings. Um, uh, Compassion fatigue is also something that 
is brought up a lot in like the therapist circle, which, you know, I have my degree in psychology. So we always referred to compassion fatigue. Um, I don't necessarily think that's what I'm experiencing, but they kind of go hand in hand. But my point is that you'll find a lot of research about different subtypes of burnout, right? There's different types of burnout. And the biggest ones are usually nurses and doctors, and they're very overwhelmed and, um, and that. But I, I was specifically looking at burnout for entrepreneurs. And now let's take a couple steps back. I don't, I do and I don't consider myself an entrepreneur. I don't because I am chasing the dream of becoming a clinical psychologist. And so obviously that's not very entrepreneurial, but my the side things, my hobbies, the things that I enjoy doing are very entrepreneurial. I do like streaming on Twitch. I do like building up a community. You know, I do intend to hopefully one day have the podcast sponsored or, you know, make some kind of secondary income from the things that I'm doing and not necessarily from the people that are listening or whatever, just from sponsorships or, you know, finding good relationships with other brands or companies would just be super awesome. And so in in small ways, I do consider myself an entrepreneur. And in doing that, you have to be very creative and it can be very overwhelming. So, um, you know, I was kind of scrolling through articles and I was looking at like physician burnout and nurse burnout and Obviously, none of those really resonated with me, but the burnout for entrepreneurs did resonate with me because I really felt that um, it explained what I was going through in a way that, I don't know, made sense to me and my situation the most. Um, I don't know if, if, you know, I didn't go into research. I'm sure there's like parenting or I mentioned there was parenting, caretaking, romantic relationship, burnout, whatever. None of those really appeal to me as much as the entrepreneurial one. And so I think the biggest thing for me was kind of realizing that I didn't have a separation of this work-life balance. Um, And that was the number one indicator of burnout for entrepreneurs. And so that was kind of the big kicker was wow, I'm really, and I, like I said, I know it sounds so stupid sometimes, but you truly don't see some of these things until you're out of it. And so I, you know, I'm realizing that my jobs and my hobbies and my passions all overlap. There's no clock in and clock out time. There's no, I'm clocking into streaming and I'm clocking out. And in the time that I'm clocked in, that's all I'm focused on that I don't, you know, I don't punch out. Uh, when I end stream, I'm usually jumping into Discord. I'm usually responding to DMs. I'm more often than not, you know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions and a lot of advice and they want to help and they want to be so helpful and I appreciate it and I'm so grateful, but it does get overwhelming. Plus, I, I run my my Instagram page and, you know, I do a lot of outreach on that page and I have a lot of people who I who I talk to, who like to vent to me, we have great relationships, but there's no off switch between my my work-life balance. And so that bleeds into time with my partner. And then that bleeds into sleep. And then that bleeds into work in the morning. And I, I started to realize that this was kind of dangerous because I wasn't setting limits for these parts of my life. And that's dangerous. Like that's literally against everything that I learned in college. And that I should be teaching to people. And sometimes those things are easier 
said than done, you know, especially, I mean, we always joke in school that psychologists need therapists too, because really we, we don't know any, like we're good at giving advice and helping other people and we're good at what we do. It's good seeing things from an outside perspective, you know, being the third person, like looking in, it's really easy to give advice and, uh, see situations or instances in people's lives or where we can offer support or um, encouragement or advice or whatever. But it's always difficult to look at yourself and give yourself that same kind of uh, empathy, right? And we, we, I talked about that in one of the previous episodes, that image of like talking to yourself like you're a baby, like it's okay, you know, you're, you're going to fall down, you're going to be fine. And that kind of ties in with that burnout feeling. And um, so once I realized that that was kind of what a huge issue was, it made more sense to me that I was experiencing burnout. And it doesn't make it any easier because I still want to accomplish all these things at the end of the day. Um, But I don't think people realize how much work goes into attempting to do the things that I'm doing and how much time it takes and how much of my free time and my personal life really goes into uh, making myself the best person that I can be for the people who watch me or follow me or look up to me or whatever the case is. Um, And it's, it's a constant influx of like, especially with Twitch. And I think Twitch has been the biggest uh, life change for me because you get a lot of unsolicited advice from people, um, you know, who obviously want to help and have the best intentions and are so sweet. Like the amount of support that I get on a daily basis, if I mention anything, you know, like I want to switch platforms or I need help doing something, there are always members in my community who jump to the occasion. Like they don't want anything in return. They genuinely want to help. They genuinely want to give me, or they genuinely just want to see me succeed. And so it's a double-edged sword because I have all these people who, who want to help and have, you know, very strong opinions. But at the same time, when I end stream and I have, you know, six, I mean, six doesn't sound like a lot, but six messages of people who are offering to help me with the same thing, I get easily overwhelmed. And, and sometimes, you know, boundaries is an issue, uh, because I think people expect you to kind of be available at all times of the day. And that's just, that's, I mean, people forget that even as streamers, we have lives and we have a lot of things, you know, in, on our plates that they're not always aware of. And so sometimes I get spammed by people to just, who continually want to help, but they don't realize that they're kind of overburdening me with, with the amount of messages that I get. And that's not to sound ungrateful because I truly, I'm so grateful for the people who are literally willing to give me seconds, minutes, hours of their day to help me with a problem without ever asking for anything in return. And I'm so grateful for that. Do not get me wrong. But sometimes it does get overwhelming when people are just constantly hitting you up or asking if you have time to do this, that, and the other. And, you know, I try to be very kind, like, oh, I don't have time today, or 
I, I really can't focus on that. And I try to set those healthy boundaries, um, but it does get overwhelming at times. And it's so important to remember that I'm just one person. And, and while I can be so grateful for all the help and support, I have to be so firm with my boundaries because it can easily bleed into other areas of my life. And that's kind of what's been happening. And so when I get off of stream, I'm trying to respond to all these messages and I will explain, you know, what's going on to my partner and, you know, there's no off switch. So my poor partner has to listen to me, you know, talk about work even after I'm done with work. And this is just kind of a never ending cycle and loop of, you know, not knowing when to turn things off and enjoy my time with my partner. And that's been affecting my mental health. And my emotional health, because I want to be there for my partner and I want to carve out time for them as well. And it's just been really difficult. And obviously I can't change, you know, my my morning job. That's, you know, I try not to bring that home with me at all. I, I go to work, I clock in, I do my job, I clock out and then I'm done. Uh, I think the biggest uh, issue that I have with everything is mostly the entrepreneurial things, the things that really do take a lot of creative time and a lot of energy. And it's very draining um, if you're not taking care of yourself. And I haven't been taking care of myself. And so the first big thing was my lack of, of sleeping schedule. And so, you know, I think I was trying to do everything and I thought that I could get away with it. And so I would stay up really late and I would be gaming and I would be playing games with my partner until the wee hours of the morning, and I would have to wake up for work with two hours of sleep. Um, but I would feel so guilty because I hadn't given my partner any time that day because I was just so busy. And a lot of that comes from my personality traits. Like I said, I usually score pretty high on neuroticism. And in my research, I did kind of find that work factors and personality kind of affect how uh, susceptible you are to burnout. Um, like one study found employees who scored high on measures of perfectionism and neuroticism were more likely to experience burnout, which I score high on those two scales. And so if you know that you are more anxiety prone or, uh, you know, you score higher on those aspects of personality tests, you should be prepared to combat burnout from the gate. And that would be like my biggest advice to you is if you know that you're that way, then you can be a little bit more proactive when you know things are going to get busier for you or you know that, you know, you're going to, I don't know, undertake a new career change or you're going to try something new or get into a new hobby or a new relationship or you're going to become a parent or whatever the case is for you, um, being aware of, of what those personality traits are. And I know mine very well. And I'm very, you know, we're very aware of, of my, my personality traits. And some other studies also did find that a higher risk of anxiety symptoms may mean higher risk of burnout. So again, as we all know, I have anxiety of generalized anxiety disorder. So I'm already very prone to burnout. Um, and I think, I was kind of oblivious to that. I didn't want to really admit that to myself. I thought I could really do it all. And that was my first mistake was not tempering my expectations. And this is a common theme throughout my life is I'm a perfectionist and 
It's literally the reason I have anxiety because I need to do everything perfectly and I take too much time on one project because I don't want to put out anything that's half-assed. And so my coping skills lack in that area. I'm very unkind to myself and, you know, I'm an open book. Like I always say, I'm constantly working on myself. I'm constantly trying to improve that part of myself, but it's hard. And so I find myself burning out and it sucks. (laughs) And this is the first time that it's ever really happened to me where I've just been so fatigued. I mean, I would literally come home from work and plan to record the podcast and go to sleep at 1 p.m. and wake up at 5 p.m. and then only have enough time to scarf down some dinner and walk the dog before I needed to do my makeup and jump on stream again. And I'm sure some people would be like, well, just don't stream or don't stream as often. But I don't think they realize that that's my passion. You know, that's where that's what gets me up and motivated in the morning. I just need to find a way to balance the two. And that's what's been the hardest for me is finding that very delicate balance between work, life, relationships, etc. It's funny, too, because I'm starting to notice that this is becoming a theme in my life where I really am number one, unkind to myself. I am not very empathetic towards myself. And I've, I mean, I'm going to sound like a broken record because I feel like this is something that I'm constantly working on. And so, you know, if you get tired of hearing me talk about it, I am so sorry, but this is literally my life. If you were sick of hearing me talk about it, can you imagine how sick I am of feeling this emotion of just beating myself up and never feeling like I'm good enough? And so I'm going to constantly address this because it literally bleeds into all these areas of my life, as you can tell. And it's so important to remind myself and remind others that this isn't normal. I don't think, I personally firmly believe that humans were not meant to work this hard or this much. I think that humanity is has kind of um, worshipped this idea of like working yourself into the ground to get monetary things or, uh, you know, earthly things instead of just finding purpose and happiness. And I think it's, I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of an ugly trait of our culture that we idolize that um, because so many people are unhappy and so many people work themselves to the ground for a job that, you know, working for someone else or just to pay their bills. And it's, it's really sad. And I, I never wanted to let myself fall into that trap. And yet here I am kind of making the same mistakes and kind of giving into that cultural influence of like, I need to be working hard 24 seven, or I'm not living my purpose, or I'm not, giving back enough to the world or I'm not doing enough Um, and I hate that feeling and I hate that our culture kind of idolizes that and I want to step back from that and I want to keep opening this line of communication to kind of remind people like this isn't life you know life is so much more than just working hard you should be having fun doing the things you're doing and you should know when to take a break and when to step back and when to do something for yourself that's going to benefit you in the long term and and checking in on your spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical health constantly. 
Um, and I wasn't doing that. I preach about it and I talk about it and I want to be about it so badly and I want to walk the walk and talk the talk. But the reality is even I struggle with that. And even those things get to me a lot of the time. And it literally led me to this point of burnout where like my partner noticed, my family noticed, you know, that I'm just so tired and I'm not motivated and I talk differently and I don't want to be that person. And so it was eye-opening for me to kind of start to research and and be honest with myself about where I was putting my time and how to prevent this from happening in the future so that I could truly enjoy what I was doing. Um, And I'm always going to go back to my first advice is always boundaries, 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 boundaries. I I mean, you're going to hear me say it so much if you continue to listen to this podcast, if not, I totally understand. It's probably annoying to hear it repetitively. But it is so important to just schedule in breaks for yourself and, um, you know, kind of have a clock in, clock out time. Like I'm going to, and this is hard for me. It's really hard for me um, to say, you know, I'm going to spend one hour after stream on Discord. I'm going to organize all take care of whatever I need to take care of. I will respond to some messages. And then the rest of the time, I'm going to set my status to do not disturb and then go focus on other things that I need to do. And I really need to be more active in doing that. And that's the hardest part is actually doing it. But um, after experiencing what I've been experiencing, I really have no other choice because I can't sustain uh, the life that I've been living in the same way. There's just no way. My body can't handle it. My mental health can't handle it. And so, you know, I need to schedule in more of the the meditation, more yoga breaks, more walks without distractions, more time to do things that I love. If I need to schedule in an hour to watch Netflix and catch up on my shows, um, and that's going to bring me joy, then I need to do that. And then the second part of that for me goes hand in hand is is kind of working on empathy development with myself. And like I said, this is always, always, always a priority for me. I need to be more empathetic to myself. I need to remind myself, have my little mantras that I can't be perfect. I can't do it all. I'm only one person. Um, and And accepting that and not forcing myself to do more than I'm capable of because at the end of the day, I'm just one person. And I think now that I'm sitting down and kind of hashing it out, you know, I, I realize what I need to continue to work on. Um, and I really don't want to feel burnout again. Like it was really awful. I, like I said, I love doing these things. I'm so passionate about it. The last thing on earth that I want is to not enjoy my hobbies and my passions. Um, and they, I have other things coming up that I need to be mindful of. You know, I'm photographing a wedding in in February. And for that, I need to practice and I need to do research. And, you know, if I want to apply to doctorate school, a doctoral program, I need to continue to do research. And I've kind of letting, I've kind of been letting those things fall to the wayside. And it's frustrating. And then my anxiety tells me that I'm not good enough or that I need to do better. And so it's just this very vicious cycle. And I, I just want everyone to know that we all experience it and we all go through it and I'm experiencing it and even with all the tools that I have and coping mechanisms that I have I still find it difficult to achieve that and so any advice that you have or that you want or that you can you know any experiences you can offer or 
Um, anything like that would be greatly appreciated. Um, but the biggest thing I found in doing the research was that your responses to stress are what's more most important. So they found that people, um, you know, studies have found that people who tend to avoid conflict, so they'll ignore the issue like I've kind of been doing, um, are going to experience higher levels of stress. And the contrast to that was people who were problem solvers tended to experience decreases in stress. And so you kind of, instead of ignoring it, uh, which I tried to do and just pushing through and going, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. I'm just going to ignore it. You know, I, I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, but I'll figure it out. You know, just power through, drink that Red Bull. You'll be fine. That was causing me more stress. Uh, and again, it sounds stupid, but you know, when you're in it, uh, it's, sometimes it's hard to see that that's what's happening. And so I, I wanted to become an active problem solver in order to reduce my stress. And that means putting in the work to change the circumstances. And so again, we're going to go back to setting healthy boundaries, clocking in and out of one task from one task to the next, um, not letting those things bleed in and scheduling in time for hobbies, things that you like, things that you're passionate about, or even just rest. If you want to schedule in 30 minutes to just sit there and stare at the wall and not have to worry about anything, that's totally okay. I mean, whatever's going to prevent you from feeling burnt out, uh, you know, do a detox, plan a vacation, uh, whatever it is that's going to bring you joy, you need to schedule that into your day if you're experiencing burnout. And I think that works with a lot of other things too, but you know, we're going to stick to burnout for, for today. I also want to reiterate that every person, every situation, um, every circumstance is different uh, for every single person. And so you know, really talking about it, I think is the most important because you'll get feedback, you'll get tips, you'll get advice from people about how to manage. And some of that advice you might not take because it doesn't work for you, but some of it might uh, seep through. And that's important is to just keep that communication open and constantly be willing to learn and try different things. But talking about it really helps to open the door and kind of make you aware of the things that are potentially causing burnout in your life. And so, you know, I've noticed even in my community when we talk about burnout or how tired we are or, you know, we just converse about it, um, a lot more realization comes from the people that I talk about it with. So like, you know, I've had a conversation with one person and they were very burnt out from work and they hadn't taken a vacation in quite a few years and they just work themselves into the ground and I don't think that they had realized until they verbalized it uh, how how much they had been pushing themselves. And so when we kept suggesting, you know, take a vacation, you have all these vacation days built up, you know, the place isn't going to burn down without you. Uh, you'll be fine. You know, that's what vacations are built in for. Uh, take a vacation, take a break. And that person was like, yeah, you know what, I think I'm going to do that. And so having those conversations are so important because, like I said, when you're in it, you don't see it. You know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. but when you're in it, sometimes it's really hard to see that and it's really hard to not be down on yourself for wanting to take a break. And that was, that was super eye-opening for me as well. Also, making sure that you're getting enough sleep. And I know that, you know, 
there's only so many hours in a day and I'm guilty of trying to pack everything into 24 hours and you know give my body two hours of rest but let's all be real realistically you can't perform at your best if you're not getting you know accurate sleep um, I noticed that my nutrition was was not being met you know I wasn't eating healthy meals throughout the day I was going all day without eating because I thought I didn't have time and then binging on dinner at night and snacks um, before bed and obviously my body can't function on no sleep and no nutrition so that's just going to add to the problem and compound it um, as well as you know lack of exercise and lack of taking time to just slow down and reflect on my day and so those are important things that you need to build into your daily life to prevent burnout and sometimes it just you know takes somebody reminding you to do those things for you to actually do them and that's we're talking about it just is really beneficial so that you kind of know what you're feeling and I know it's hard but you know you get one life you don't want to spend it burnt out and not enjoying the things that you love to do and another thing that I really want to emphasize is realistic expectations because I find myself sometimes having really unrealistic expectations like I want to wake up and go to work in the morning and then you know I'll tell my partner that I want to come home I want to do the dishes and then I want to record the podcast and then I want to take a nap take sage for a walk cook dinner jump on stream and then spend time with my partner after stream and those are very unrealistic expectations because in my heart, I know that I can't accomplish all those things in my 24-hour day. I mean, minus sleep, it's even less than that, you know, 16-hour day. There's just no way I can pack all that in there. And so being mindful of how you're managing your time and being realistic with your expectations is so important. Um, I, you know, I'm, I know firsthand how difficult it is. I like to think of myself as a very realistic person. I'm very logical. I always say I'm a realist. I always say it how it is, but um, when it comes to my expectations for myself, I tend to be very unrealistic, and that's unhealthy. Um, and I think that's, again, where we're kind of scheduling your day comes in, you know, being realistic about, all right, I'm going to work on the podcast for an hour from three to four. And if I don't get it done within that hour, then I'll schedule another hour, another day to complete that project. And there's literally nothing wrong with that. Nobody's going to yell at me. Nobody is but myself is going to be angry with me for splitting up my project into two days. And so... That empathy development also comes into play when you're kind of reminding yourself of what you can realistically accomplish and breaking it up into several days and not beating yourself up about it if you don't get something done. Um, and it's easier said than done, but it's something that I feel, you know, as humans, we should continually work on uh, just to be kinder to ourselves and to not beat ourselves up if we can't accomplish everything and don't give in to these people who you know work from the butt crack of dawn till midnight you know it's just it's not healthy it's not sustainable maybe a few very select few one percent of the population can function like that but chances are that you're only human and you you know you need rest you need time with your family you need time to unwind and you know, you need to have start and end times for, for the things that you're going to do. You know, you don't, 
you don't clock in for your job and then clock out and then go and work for free. Like, you know, you got to have boundaries. You got to set limits on on what you can accomplish. And that's that's really what it comes down to. And it, like I said, it all sounds very obvious, um, but that wasn't the case for me. And it took a lot of self-reflection to realize what was happening and adjust my life accordingly and be kinder to myself and and set healthier boundaries. Um, and so if, you know, if you see me setting those boundaries, that's why. It's because I need to cut it off. I'm not responsible for everyone else. I'm not responsible for replying to everyone else at a you know, decent time, you know, I don't need to respond to the message as soon as I get it. I don't need to do the task as soon as someone asks me. I don't even need to say yes if I don't have the time for it. Um, and just being firmer in, in what I need to do and what I want to accomplish. And I hope that, I really hope that you do the same because it's it's just not healthy to push yourself that hard. And like I said, I'm bringing this up because I've noticed a lot of people in my in my community who are burning themselves out and you know maybe it has a lot to do with with COVID in the last couple of years and working from home and you know not having that clear distinction it's super hard when you work from home to to separate work home life because your work is literally at home so how do you separate those two you know it makes sense that it would be difficult but we need to bring more awareness to it and so you know, I hope you'll be more mindful. I hope maybe you can try to identify those things. I hope that you take a personality test and, you know, maybe you, you score high on neuroticism and anxiety and you know that you need to preemptively uh, pr- prevent burnout, you know, because not everyone needs to get to the point of burnout. If you know that you um, are at a higher risk for experiencing burnout, then you can work harder to prevent it if you're aware of it. And so my hope is that, you know, you create some awareness of, are you a problem solver? Are you um, a perfectionist? Um, Do you, you know, tend to experience a little bit of neuroticism, which I do. It's not a bad term. It's very taboo term, but it literally, I sky score high on neuroticism and I'm okay with that. That's just part of my personality. And kind of accepting that and and pre-planning so you don't end up in burnout is super important in managing your time and tempering your expectations. Um, And so I hope that you kind of take some time to reassess that if you feel like maybe you might be experiencing burnout or you might be susceptible to it in the future um, to kind of prevent that. It's not good for your health, guys. It's really not. Um, You know, if your body is physically tired, you can't fight off illnesses as well. Um, if if you you can't think straight, uh, you tend to have memory loss issues. Uh, you know the I woke up late to work one day because I didn't get enough sleep and I didn't hear my alarm go off, and so I was a little bit late to work, and that's not okay. You know, I mean it happens, but the point is you want to try to prevent that because then you don't want to feel bad for for being late to work and then you know not getting your priorities straight, and then that affects your mental health and you know, being aware of how all these things kind of interplay with each other is super important. So again, my hope is that, you know, you you try to assess those areas of your life and try to stay on top of it and try to prevent burnout and try to understand yourself a little bit more and and hopefully get everything done that you need to get done, but not kill yourself uh, trying to make it happen. Um, not 
sacrificing your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being to accomplish things that, I mean, probably could be put off until tomorrow or the next day um, and probably planned a little bit better. So if you see me um, not responding to messages as frequently or on uh, offline a little bit more often, that is why I'm taking care of myself. I'm trying to prevent burnout. I'm trying to continue to enjoy doing the things that I'm doing. Um, and, you know, to some that might look like I'm being uh, closed off or I'm hermiting and that's fine, but I need to protect myself and my mental health and my sanity and I do not want to feel burnt out ever again. And so I'm going to set some healthy boundaries. So I hope that you guys respect that. I hope that you take that with you into your day and you manage your time and you know that you're a perfect, amazing, beautiful human. If you're doing the best that you can today, that's all we can ask for. We appreciate you. We love you. Um, you know, you don't have to kill yourself to be successful or have a purpose or be, you know, or to be successful. You don't have to burn yourself out to feel whole and just know that we love you either way and you can always work on improving yourself and setting more realistic expectations and literally nobody is going to think any less of you and hopefully me bringing awareness to this will just make my future projects that much better and that much more passionate um, and be able to bring a little bit more joy back into my life. Uh, which is the ultimate goal. It is my life. I get one of them and I want to be as happy and as fulfilled as I can given the time that I have on this planet. Um, and I don't want to spend any more time being burnt out. You know, I just want to be happy. I want to have fun. I want to create a healthy schedule for myself and do more things that make me happy. And I wish the same for you. So please go into your week or evening day with the best intentions, be kind to yourself, practice that empathy development, look out for signs and triggers of burnout, look for areas of your life where you can set more realistic expectations, make time for vacations, breaks, meditations, exercise, whatever it is that brings you joy. I really hope that uh, you focus on that and you cultivate that. Um, and we'll talk next week. I don't know what the topic's going to be yet, but I appreciate you if you stuck around this long. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope someone does something wonderful for you. I hope you express some gratitude for the things in your life. And as always, stay high. Um, and we'll talk next time. Thanks for listening and take it easy.